Welcome back, everybody. It is Wednesday. Day. That word. <laughs> that word. Y'all know already. We already had our check-in, check-in, check-in on this on that marvelous Monday. Yeah, baby. So now on Wednesday, we get to break down these track lyrics. Track lyrics. Yeah, I said it right. Yeah, that was right. That was right. See, we, we've been stumbling over our words, but I'm we should a, be good. I'm on a straight. sugar rush right now, so don't mind me. Hands, <laughs> hands up if you like the chocolate chip pop tarts. And fire. Anyway, I rocks with them. Put put good. some put some marshmallows on Ooh. them and then throw them in the oven or so. But you don't like the the toasty the toasty. No, uh, no, I don't. I don't like. I would do yeah. it in the microwave. I it's would, baked. Like no. this. I'll do it in the microwave. I'll do it in the oven. I don't like toaster. I don't like y'all sue me. I don't like to put my my um pop tarts in the toaster. That's blasphemy. I don't care. <laughs> Like it, I don't like it that crispy and burnt. Nah, yeah, that's the beauty of it. That's joy. That's joy. <laughs> no pain. Anyway, it's like sunshine. <laughs> I, I thought I was the singer in this in this part. You are. You are. You I got th- that. You got that. I don't sing. Your joy. Your boy Joy Radio. Lying, lying like he can't sing. hold the tune. I can't, y'all. Yes, he but can. Look, if you appreciated the episode that we dished out to y'all Monday, you will fairly enjoy what we got bringing to y'all on this Wednesday. On this Wednesday, y'all. Wednesday. Wednesday. Why they got so many on, on, on this Black History Month it's of ours. Black History Month. And I know a lot of y'all don't like to count, but yes, logic is black. Okay. He mixed. Words from Vienna. He is. So many people nah, still discredit we, him we hit you, for that. Like, and it's like, so. it's, but it's because he's, pa- but Halsey's the same way. Like they're just passing, but they're both black. See, I wouldn't know because I don't be on in none of their catalog. I'm going to show you some if, magic stuff. Yeah, but if I run across them myself, then I just let it ride. I don't. Oh, be you like, don't seek it out. No. And I don't see Halsey no. being the genre you go after mm-hmm. either. She's very versatile though. But um, like I tell everybody on Dre Radio on a weekly, daily basis, is that whenever I bring new music to them on recommendations, it's not the fact of all these artists I'm bringing to y'all are fairly new. I don't even know nothing about them, but I have a great <laughs> taste in music. That's pretty so condescending. With this song here, y'all, one eight hundred though. I know everybody heard it because this was it, it a was a smash. It was a smash. Not hit. even a one hit wonder. This this ain't no one hit, hit wonder. This was you feel me? It still hit. It was the it message. Was his high, it was his. Now, if you're going by his discography, it is Logic's of uh, most. What's the word I'm looking for? It is his highest charting song in because his, it his was, career. It was breaking the chain yeah. of the industry. So when you never you putting out normalizing body of work of a club hit of a mm. hit to make you think of a hit that really meant this in your personal life this was that hit that took him out of that statistic chain and put him on a level of pay attention mm. of whenever, that entire era yeah yeah whenever that you album hear that nice. name whenever you hear the name logic it's like oh yeah yeah we know that brother we going to see him top dollar mm-hmm. but like because this track spoke in plenty of situations it's it spoke 
embracing the LGBT community around that time. Mm, with the music it, video, yeah. It spoke suicide prevention. Suicide, suicide awareness. It's so, the album um, itself was about um, mental health because uh, I believe at that time he had been diagnosed with anxiety. Mm. Um, and I think he does have like, a, uh, after the anxiety song, I believe he said like he had like, I, I don't know if it was his first one, but he had a very intense panic attack before he was going to see Star Wars, like in a That's crowd crazy, of people. Yeah. Man. And check this. I want to step into, I guess, um, uh, my movie cat- cat- catalog real quick. So HBO Max recently dropped a film called The Fallout. And I, w- I watched it on Monday while I was at work. And it was basically dealing with today's school shootings. Mm. And it was from a high school perspective. Uh, Jenny Ortega, she is a new fairly actress. She was in the new uh, Scream movie as one of the lead uh, sisters. She uh, was playing a high school girl, went to school one day. School shooting happened. Mm traumatizing like we we've been through it some of us been through it out there and the aftermath is i guess what you never see in depth some for some of us it's a spur in the moment it's something to be like oh man i've been through that past for some people it was in the moment but they are the ones with the details with the more in-depth vivid oh my ptsd yes so with this movie it dealt with anxiety ptsd like trauma and i can actually find because there's a few films that i did watch it's even growing up that touched on that. Yeah. One of them was as early as like the early 2000s because remember, they it was even, yes, it's rampant now, but it was rampant in the 90s and the thousands too. Like I remember that that one chaotic one where the two dudes went just, just crazy in the mall. They even did like a TV show special on that too. Because I remember I went look it up and found out it was a real thing. So... I can find some some movies to recommend to you during that. I that feel day. like that's all I've been gravitating towards lately, like movies with really impactful messages behind them. Like I told you a couple sessions ago from that young Sandra Bullock movie, 28 Days, mm-hmm. about the rehab center she was in because she had a drinking problem. But ladies and gentlemen, y'all know what y'all here for. Let's dive straight into that. You so feel that me? Let's go. So I don't have any clip for the pre-chorus, but y'all know the pre-chorus actually gives connection to the chorus, which logic come through and states, I've been on the low, I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. It feel like my life ain't mine. Who can relate? Can you relate? It's like, (laughs) at least for me, the way that that speaks to me is um, feeling like my life ain't mine is a good portion of my youth i felt like a hollow shell because you question you question yourself you question your well-being you question mm-hmm. why like why like i like you you crap you question your very existence exactly right? but we all go through that phase that's a normal phase that's something i feel like shouldn't be as like taboo no it shouldn't be as alarming because that's just so you're saying everybody goes to like that identity thing. Yeah, it's normal. I feel like that part is normal. But once 
everything after that, once the backstory of your past mm. start to come through, the things that I guess parents want to say, oh, I kept away from you for your safety or this or and different that. different traumas. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, whenever it comes down to the pre-chorus, it's, uh, it's a great start off to the track itself. And it's also a great conversation starter because, like, how we talking right now about it, like, I say it's normal. So that's just my opinion on that. But the chorus, y'all, it says, I don't want to be alive. I just want to die today. <laughs> you feel me? I don't want to be alive. And let me tell you why. We we yeah. we talked. We we I feel like we covered that in the beginning of the start of this session. It was basically both sharing what, those moment feelings. Yeah, yeah. What what triggered those moments? It and and like going back to a couple of lines that I said a, a couple of seconds ago was that learning details from your past and now, but in my case. You had this one situation coming at you random, another one coming at you like a hardball. So now it's like, oh, man, what, what, what? And now something else coming. So I had multiple situations hitting me at once to where my mind is like, whoa, um, yeah, it was, I was dead in the inside. But I carried that in the most. It, it, that was a dark like, phase, like a way to look functional. Yeah, like I have least. to, I have to assume to be functional. Yeah, at least. But y'all, let's dive into this first verse. You know, I don't want to carry y'all like for over thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but here is the first verse from Logic himself. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> he gave y'all Alyssa Carr, big, though. Big pause. He big gave y'all Alyssa Carr, which I love her part too. <laughs> oh, well, actually, I didn't get that clip for y'all. My apologies. <laughs> so he going to say, he going to read to, it. I got to. I got to. I'm going to just read it all the way through. Oh, my God. All this other shit, I'm talking about it. They think they know it. I've been praying for somebody to save me. No one's heroic. And my life don't even matter. I know it. I know it. I know it. I'm hurting deep down, but can't show it. I never had a place to call my own. I never had a home. Ain't nobody calling my phone. Where you been? Where you at? What's on your mind? They say every life precious, but nobody care about mine. That's that feeling of that that loneliness, that Ugh. that that isolation. Like that when I first heard this song, it I related to it so much because it was a lot of stuff that I've always dealt with by myself. Yeah. So when it goes like even to that part where he's like, um, I've been praying for somebody to save me. No one's heroic. It's kind of like you don't feel you don't feel seen. You don't feel like no one's there to hear you out or to help you. But you just steady looking for that superhero you, in the like sky. Hope. It's like you always have that hope, even though even if you probably don't even think it's going to be there. And one thing that really hit home for me was the I know I'm hurting deep down, but can't show it. I never had the permission to show pain. I never had the permission to show that I was sad or upset. Anytime that we, or at least for me, anytime that it, it was like you show any type of emotion, you were shut down immediately and you were told to toughen up. I feel like in my case, I show it. 
I show pain, but it, it's in the most lively state to where you wouldn't even think twice. Mm-hmm. But you would, I would get obnoxious looks and questions of, Nigga acting like that's me weird, but the fact that I'm just like, like you said, when you put me in a room full of whoever's, I gotta stand out and be the center of attention because I don't know y'all. And then again, I'm just like, what's up? Yeah, I'm visible and like, stand out. yeah, and like with a couple of lines on here that really hit with me is that. They say no, 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 no. You jumping ahead? I, no, I'm looking for the. I'm looking at the verse right now, but I can't. Is it this verse? Yeah. I. Oh, another thing. Um, when it goes to like about the ain't nobody calling my phone. Where you been? Where you at? What's on your mind? Um. Sometimes. At least I know for me in those moments where it seems like it was the most, I was the most aware of how isolated I was and how alone I was, you you really pay attention to how much time is passing and you you no one's checking on you and nobody's hearing from you and stuff like that. And, and that's the part. That's the part. I feel like what we were talking earlier and about me having abandonment issues, mm-hmm. it's that part alone that it's like, where you been, where you at, what's on your mind? Like, that's every life precious, precious but, but nobody, nobody care about my, you feel like nobody cares. Yeah, because like, say, that's, that's another thought. Like, uh, from having abandonment issues, you leave me. Or if I just feel like, I'm being ghosted or something. I just, nobody don't want to be involved. I just start to think like, okay, what's up, man? Like, you good? what I do? What happened? Then that's the question. I feel like that's the, that's the hurtful question. That's what triggers that, that, that loophole journey of, of that dark transition. And that's, and the question is, what did I do? Like when on the back end, you ain't do anything. Why you always trying to make things about you? Like, but see that, but that goes back to like you said that trauma, especially if you dealt with people who made you feel as if you were the problem. You now carry the trauma of if somebody doesn't. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I still struggle with that. If somebody doesn't talk to me, or if I feel iced out, or if I even sense a slightest of an attitude, I ask you good you mad at me did i do something but that's from the that would be a bad prank to pull on you like say it's like on your birthday or so everybody just go around and not say nothing to you be like well hey y'all and then y'all ignore me and see the type of person that i am i'm very i confront (laughs) i confront things so it's not a somebody i don't do that passive aggressive stuff i will come and step in your face and say what's up like like what's the problem and then you go sit there and still give me some silent treatment i'm gonna hold everything in my being not to knock somebody out but all right all right all right, all right. <laughs> we about to settle something with some hands in a couple minutes I'm say what's the problem <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not like that y'all. i don't do that um i don't do that but it's like i will ask like, cause I mean, I approach things in a mature manner and I will go up and be like, 
what's the problem? Do you have an issue with me that you would like to discuss? And if you continue to, to be silent, I mean, I, I have, I can't make you talk. Like all I can do is just leave, but I'm not going to lie and say that internally, I'm going to be wondering what I did to offend a person. Facts, facts. I'm, uh, that's a, that's a thing that I definitely did work on and being out of a relationship for two years Hey, I'm I'm really I'm settled now. I'm, I'm, we scrape, y'all. We scrape. So look, <laughs> let's dive into verse two. Now I can show y'all the clip. Also, I want y'all to, to pay attention said. to the fact that the chorus changed. Because uh, he went from um, I don't want to be alive. Before we get to Lissacara, this is where it switches and he says, I want you to be alive. Facts, y'all. Look, because y'all mean something, man. Everybody out there is special. Like, don't believe that voice in your head. Nah, man. It's you. There's somebody out there. Somebody out there to connect with you. If it ain't the person you're looking for, it's somebody else out there that would acknowledge you for you being you. But here is Alyssa. Alicia Carr. There you go. Look, I I I wasn't about to mess up her name. Now that, um, that's to me, what that spoke for me was it gave me validation of the reason why I chose to stay on the road, even if it does seem long, even if it does seem hard. I've had many thoughts. I've had many times where I've completely planned it out and I still didn't do it because I would just give myself another day and I would give myself a, an activity to do. And to just to tell myself, I, and to some people, cause I do, I have a very dark humor and to some people it was dark of me to say that, but I would be like, I made it this far. Might as well see what's on, <laughs> what's on the other end of it. Because it shocks a lot of people when I tell them, it's, especially before I decided to like fully go into my passion, I was just trying to, honestly, my goal was to just keep myself alive. Like, because it shocks a lot of people when I say this, but I didn't think I'd make it probably past my teens so what was that feeling like when you first had that full pure opportunity to get that first breath when your head's been drowning underwater it's to see the next day and to really be proud of myself that I chose to put whatever I was going to use at that time away um it was just I felt proud of myself and just encourage myself and not to say that it's, it, it like leaves forever, but that's why I say I give myself, I, I treat it like a, um, I treat it like, like an exercise. I treat it like an exercise. It's like, cause I remember when I had a, um, when I was going to therapy, I was honest with my therapist of that time about my self-harming. She made me sign a contract um, that I wouldn't cause any harm to myself. And also she would give me like these little tasks to do. So all I did was like kind of take that with with me and I would just give myself, even if it was, I'm gonna go to the park the next day or I'm going to have dinner with my cousin. 
Um, I'm going to hang out with Adrian tomorrow. I'm going to get my my cat some new toys tomorrow. Like I would just give myself a new task until I would just, like I said, I would just go and wait it out. Um, one of them actually was me getting the tattoo. I was like, tomorrow is $20 Tuesday. I'm going, I can't go today because I'm going to get a tattoo tomorrow. That's going to make me make a promise to myself that I won't I won't end it here. And I mean, when I went in and I told the dude what I wanted, he just looked at me with like, he looked so sad. He looked so sad when I told him I wanted that, um, that tattoo. And I was like, it's okay. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting it for me. So I can remind myself every time. And what was so crazy was like, because the money that I was paying for, like just one semicolon, it's, so he was like, is there anything else you would have wanted? I didn't even realize that I unknowingly got tattoos on both my wrists that symbolize me to keep going because I have the semicolon and right across from it, I have be brave. And literally on the opposite side, I have the ankh, which represents eternal life. And I didn't even realize that I had did that. So, yeah, I'm going to start my tattoo journey this year for sure. i just been scared of needles. Mm-mm. I can't wait. I want to be there. <laughs> but look, y'all, let's dive into Logic's first three, where he goes on to say, I know where you've been, where you are, where you're going. I know you're the reason I believe in life. What's the day without a little night? I'm just trying to shed a little light. It can be hard. It can be so hard. But you got to live right now. You got everything to give right now. So whenever I'm hearing this verse from the first lines of I know where you've been, where you are, where you're going, <laughs> that's 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 a that's a statement I debate with sometimes because you get the outside source or the third party source or somebody close to you that hits you with the lines of I know where you've been. I've been where you are. I know where you going types. I mean, like, but do you really though? Like, yeah. like my story is not your it's story. Not exactly like, like yours. Just because I'm not you. may seem similar, it doesn't mean that we're the same. So I can Fast. definitely get how that can kind of get like annoying. <laughs> it, is, it, it do sometimes, but then again, it's like when you hear, I guess that story, you do try to break down what could relate to your situation, but sometimes it just never do. So ain't no point in actually hearing. That's why I say it's never, it's never anybody that could come to that one specific person and be like, you could talk to me. Like, I know I can, but like, you're not that person I need to be talking to. It's It's like, I know that you mean well, but it's like, you can't you this this is another level of wall that people don't don't get because that's the real invisible wall that is that that we can't even see sometimes yeah that is a whole entirely different level of wall and it's like even though we could and i i have like i've been in contact and cross paths with a lot of people who've gone through the same thoughts and the same feelings as I have. However, all of our, all of us had a different reasoning and a different trigger. So it's kind of like, it's, it's very unique. It's very unique to, to the person. So to come up and like you said, like say, like believe that it's to the T to the book, exactly what their experience was. 
Mm, not really because what caused your trauma didn't cause my trauma exactly right we could both like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches but not like the same jelly that's that's right i'm like (laughs) you might like you might like yours with the crust on i like mine specifically with the crust off look each jelly got a different backstory look the strawberry jelly don't like great value i like schmuckers hey (laughs) <laughs> we, I act my wage. <laughs> I don't. I want Smuckers Preserve. Uh, we were just over there talking about our expensive, expensive taste and habits. I humble myself sometimes. Oh, man, don't you but, give me no uh, value, <laughs> But nah, y'all, again, I want to also acknowledge the pre-chorus to the chorus where the logic again switched up the saying to where it's I've been on the low. I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. Those sayings to the point to where now he's saying, I finally want to be alive. I don't want to die today. And that's where he take you through. He take you through the whole moments of that spur, the moment to the thoughts to make you think this is it. He took you through the trigger, the climax, and the relief of like, man, I'm going through it. My mind is spinning to the phase of, okay, yeah, F this. This is it. I'm done. Take me off the grid to, okay, this is who I am. Thank you. I'm I'm, I'm good now. <laughs> It's, it's, it's that ride from the chorus alone. So the, you, I see why this song got the Grammy nomination that it did because it takes you through that moment, those moments. Those feelings. That, that, like, that's why I said like, that entire album, he gave you the feelings or just the perspective of exactly how turbulent it can be when you're just either in that mood or in that state of mind, it's not something that's a constant. Um, however, I'm not going to sit there and say that some people don't feel trapped in that cycle. So to give, to actually give that upfront thing, because like I said, for me to give my friend the I son her anxiety, and just because she wanted to know, like, like exactly what's like what like how is it when you're having a panic attack, and it didn't it. I described it to her as many times as I want, but for some reason when I saw her anxiety and she was like, oh yeah, it's so soothing. It's so nice. And then all of a sudden it got chaotic. Mm. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly how it is. I will be completely fine one second and feel like my heart's about to jump out of my chest the next. <laughs> like literally it, it happens. It happens anyway. Probably the worst that it ever happens. It happens in my sleep. That's like the one that I hate the most. It's like sleep paralysis. No, I'm deep in sleep, and then I all of a sudden my body jumps awake, and my heart is beating oh. super, super fast. It is the most uncomfortable thing ever. Oh, so yeah. then we have our outro with Khalid. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And that is this nice little bit right here. See?
Oh man, hold on, y'all. Listen, listen, listen. Let me let y'all know this. When I first heard that song, it gave me goosebumps to hear that last love outro. And every time I hear that song, it now it still makes me just think about that first time I first heard it. Like, bro, this man legitly come through and he states what we broke down about Logic's third verse. And it was basically saying pain don't hurt the same. Like, pain do not hurt the same. This road that I'm traveling on definitely feels alone right. and like the strength that we have on ourselves like just to keep moving it, it's very difficult a lot of people think that it's it's so it's like oh y'all just goes no like it's very some of, some of y'all don't know when you're at that point how difficult it is to just go to like the next day and like to see like even watching it where it says I'm moving till my legs give out. Yeah, that, that literally, part. <laughs> that literally, you know what that made me think about? Remember when I introduced you to the Black Parade? Mm -hmm. And Black Parade also pretty much touches on suicide and suicide prevention as well. The closing song is Famous Last Words. And my, I love that song. I would blast it because he would be like, I'm not afraid to keep on living and I am not afraid to walk this world alone. We if I it. gotta keep going and if I gotta do it by myself, I'm gonna keep going. Yes, ma'am, ladies and gentlemen. That was this track breakdown for your Wednesday episode of Jukebox Therapy. We hope you enjoyed this today, y'all. Bye. See y'all next time. Peace out.